Ooh, all right. This is a test in one, two, one, two. See if motherfuckers can hear me. I hate yelling, so I'm just trying to do that. Damn, I'm probably going to roll down a window. Maybe I'll just turn on the AC. Because it's going to get hot in this motherfucker. But, you know, we'll see. Let me just stop. Alrighty, so I'm going to try to talk loud because I know I mumble a fucking lot. Uh, you know, it's funny. When I first started doing this, I didn't want to age any of my content because I felt like if I talked about like current events and shit like that, then it could get stale. Like I listened to this podcast from this one white guy, comedian. Um, white had nothing to do with it. I guess I was trying to say the name of the podcast without actually saying the name. But anyway, uh, dude would like do stuff based on current events and like I'm listening to old ones and I'm like, oh, I remember that shit happened. Can't wait to see his reaction when he finds out fuck, 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 fuck or whatever happens. And it's just like, oh man, whatever. Um, but anywho, motherfucker is back. Uh, let me pause again because I, you know, I don't trust myself. All right, so now I'm officially using the Bluetooth in the car, and honestly, I don't give a fuck. It's just going to be what it is, because I think y'all like me, and if you don't, then why the fuck are you on this podcast? Um, Again, I'm driving, because that's what I like to do when I want to free my mind, clear it out. Uh, I don't even know what the fuck we was last time. I think last time we were in the middle of the summer, I think I made that like become like a new episode new season or something i don't really know only reason i say all this is to say um i like and really enjoy sometimes getting out of the house when everybody's asleep and for no reason other than just hit the open road and just see what i'm feeling you know um so that's where i'm that's where i'm at right now that's where i'm at at this exact moment in time um like i said earlier on these like weird port parts that i recorded and stopped pause and coming back to i really don't like dating myself in my podcast because then like if you listen to it it's not like linear just for the podcast it's like linear for life so i try to keep all the common uh events out of it when coronavirus and shit happened i guess i had to talk about that because it did affect my thought process during the work and all that shit so with that being said chronologically from the last episode i'm in fucking florida uh game has changed uh the students are different school is different um, so let's get into that shit. Um, hmm, where can we start? Uh, let's see. Well, one thing that I can say definitively is that these students, uh, want to be here. And I don't mean that like every student wants to be here. I mean, at least their parents want them to be there. So like, it's a charter school, which means it's not private. It's not public. Um, it is a public school in nature in that it's free, but it's not, um, like a, like a, how do I say a fucking, what's that shit called? It's not your, uh, neighborhood school, right? So neighborhood school isn't the thing. This is like a school you would choose because you're like, all right, I want to get a better education than the school that I would be zoned to, whatever, cool beans. Um, the school is that, you know, um, disciplinary act shit don't really go down as much as it used to at my old school. 
kids can fuck around if they want to, and then they'll get tossed out. Like, it's just simple as that. Like, they don't really fuck around with disciplinary shit. I do appreciate that. I don't think it's perfect because I think students um, sometimes might get a raw deal. There's definitely other students there that don't. So, whatever. I don't know what to say. Um, One thing I will say is that less badass kids, okay? And that's a blessing. I mean, listen, am I saying this shit in the inner city is bad? Yes. So being in the outer city and in the sticks can be bad too. Um, I'm hoping I'm changing some minds. I'm trying to change some racist minds even. Like, I know people want to say like, oh, you know, our youth, they're different, you know? We got to get these old white men out. But I'm telling you, old white men have middle-aged white men as sons. And those middle-aged white men have young teenage sons. And trust me, these motherfuckers talk to each other. They watch the news and they look at each other and like, all right, well, don't be like those people or those people are fucked up or don't kneel, stand for my fucking flag. And like, you know, I have no problem with people saying that. However, when you do say it, I think you're racist. Because handicapped people can't stand for the flag and you're not like, okay, well, he's handicapped. We got to be a fucking veteran for this to be okay. Like, that really makes sense. Um. It's unfamiliar territory for me because, like I said, kids want to learn. Like, attendance is not a problem. I don't have a bunch of students just not showing up on a daily basis. And then I see them in two weeks, and they're like, all right, well, what did we do? Everything's online. We're in person in school, but we use Google Classroom to make the shit jump. So, fucking A, like, these motherfuckers don't have to say, what is, what am I, what did I miss? It's online. Uh, what do I have left to do? It's online. What if, uh, where's the instructions? They're online. Everything's online. So there's not really a lot to complain about that's concerned. Um, what else? I mean, I get paid less, so that fucking sucks. But, you know, I guess when we think about it, no teacher gets into this for the pay. That's what they always want to tell us because that's the only thing they can tell us because we ain't getting fucking paid enough. Um, what else? Um... I love the school colors, the black and red. I can get with that. Uh, I did a thing. I'm going to be coaching young women's lacrosse at the school. Am I a lacrosse bro? Am I a lax bro? No. Do I know the game a decent amount? The girls' game is obviously quite a bit different, but I still understand it and know it. And when it comes to coaching, um, it's kind of like a CEO. You know, you need to know the sport, right? You need to know strategy. But a lot of coaching is, can you coach up some players to be better than they actually are? Or can you coach your players to get better, you know? That's what I think that I'm doing. That's what I think my purpose is as far as it's concerned. I need to stop making sounds with my nose. I know that shit. Like, I'm not sick or anything, but, like, why the fuck am I doing it? I'm apologizing and stopping starting now. But, yeah, so I'm going to be coaching young women's lacrosse, and hopefully we can be successful. Apparently last year they were decent. They beat some teams. They lost to some teams. I mean, I don't know if you guys noticed my listeners out there. Lacrosse isn't particularly a black sport. And I only say that to point that out because I know at some point, you know, I'm going to get somebody that's like, I don't know, nigger, you know. I, you know, I just assume that. Like, will they yell it? Probably not. 
but it's possible. Well, they say it under their breath. Oh, it's very well possible they'll say it under their breath. Um, but the thing about it is, for me, is that I like breaking barriers like that. I don't think the girls that I have at the school see or, or and I won't say see color because I hate when people say that. They see color, but they don't see it as a deterrent. As I mean, we got black young shorties on the team, you know, so it is the real, real deal Holyfield. Like, this is exactly what I'm looking for as far as uh, a challenge, if you will, you know. Uh, coaches like to be challenged no different than players like to be challenged, and I think in some way, shape, or form that I will be bringing something different to the table than last year. And in my eyes, hopefully, it makes them play a little better. I mean, nothing's guaranteed. That's very obvious. But at the same token, I think um, I will offer something the girls haven't seen in a while, and that's just like don't give a fuckness, you know. Uh, I'm not going to be timid. You know, shit goes down. I mean, I'm liable to get kicked out of a game for my team. You know, I'm always ride for my players, no matter who they are, no matter what sport we're playing. I'm always going to ride for my players. It's just how I roll. So I'm thinking that, like, whatever they had last year, and I've got some stories, whatever they had last year isn't rolling with them. So I'm going to make sure we make this shit jump. That's it. That's all I got to say about that. So season is until spring. You know, they wanted me to do women's soccer, and I was going to do it, but I was like, I just got here to the school. I was new to the school. Into the state, I wanted to make sure that I put in my best foot forward as being a teacher before worrying about coaching, even though they were asking and begging for coaches for both women's soccer and women's lacrosse. But whatever, no big deal. Um, what I'm focusing on from here on out is just being a great teacher, you know. Um, I had my observation, okay, so that did happen. Um, not a big fucking deal. I've been teaching for just long enough to know a lot of this shit is not a big fucking deal when it comes to work. Like, I mean, okay, do you need to do well? Yeah, you do need to do well. But um, there isn't some, like, magical, you know, number or individual who's out there looking for you to, you know, do this, that, or the third. So um, in my life, I've always learned to, like, you know, focus on the things you can control. And the things you can't control, let that shit go. So I'm doing a lot of letting go as far as the shit that I can't control. Um, but as far as the shit that I can control, try to make it make it pop. I keep saying make it jump. I think a lot of my slang has changed since I've been down here, too. You know, I had a lot of D.C., P.G., even some uh, Baltimore mixed in there. And now it's completely different. Uh, so y'all don't even probably recognize me or my voice at this moment. But, you know, we still... Still doing the damn thing. Um, What else? So let's talk about the school a little bit. I mean, you know, I, I like to keep my podcast short. We're talking 25, 30 minutes at the max. Um, this is going to be no different, but let me get into some stories. Um, so I guess male students, no matter where you are, are pretty much the same. They do like to have that male camaraderie, and they do like to have, you know, some sort of, I won't say influence or mentorship, but something like that. Because these kids are no different, white kids, black kids, Latino kids. And we have, a like, a pretty good solid mix of all three. They, For the most part, the dudes are, um, you know, kind of magnetizing themselves towards me. Um, I think it's cool, but I also think that, you know, as a teacher, the job is so emotional already. I mean, I've had students tell me stuff that is really personal about their lives, about their upbringing. And I always say thank you for telling me that because I want them to know that I 
you know, do appreciate that they're giving me a part of themselves. And I like to think I do the same thing back. Like, I like to think that I, you know, tell them parts of me. Like, I can't tell them everything because, man, my life is wild. And I think it's kind of crazy to, like, you know, have tattoos even. Like, that's the thing. You're like, oh, you got tattoos? Wow. Like, where are we? Are we in, uh, where, where are we? Is it 1955? Like, have y'all watched a TV show, a basketball game, a football game? I mean, like, a lot of people with tattoos. <clears throat> it's keeping it a buck. So, you know, I don't know what to really say about that. For now, I'm going with they just are interested in me. Um, you know, my some of my old previous students, they had tattoos at 14, 15, 16. So, I know it's like one kid at the school. And when I say one kid, I mean literally like a singular kid. I'm sure there's other kids with tattoos. This one kid has particularly has a tattoo on his forearm. And a lot of kids are like, wow, man, he got a tattoo on his forearm. I was like way out there. And like, it's one tattoo. I want to say it's like, you know, something crazy like loyalty or something, you know, what you would get as a, you know, 17-year-old kid. I was 17 before, and I got something crazy that just was like, you know, big and I thought was baller. Um, and teach his own, you know, I'm not judging him for getting a loyalty tattoo. I just think it sounds like a tattoo that a person would get when they're pretty young. Like, you just get words on you and shit. Um, don't get the live, laugh, love. That's just going to get you roasted. Um, anyway, what's next? Um, let's talk more about the students. The students uh, teach in ninth and 10th grade English. All of my ninth graders are honors. And when I say honest, I don't mean like that fake me out. Like, these motherfuckers are smart. Um, I got to come with my A game every class, and I do need to challenge them every class. I say the one place that they don't like to be challenged and haven't been challenged enough yet is in writing. Like, they don't write a lot. Um, and I don't really know what will benefit them more, whether it's the reading or the writing. But obviously, I feel like, you know, writing comes from being able to read. Once you're able to read, like, the writing... I won't say it comes easy, but definitely it's something that shows up, you know. So, and also, I, you know, it is what it is. Like, when we come to class, like, people aren't going to be interested. Everybody's not going to be interested in every topic every day. And as much as they say our job is to make them better readers and writers, another part of my job is to just to keep them engaged, make the shit that they want to teach them entertaining. Because they all know that it sucks, but we still just, like, deal with it. So, it is to each his own. Um, what else? Uh, my planning period. So, we have 8 day B-Day schedule, which is uh, nerve-wracking. Because at my old school, it was weird because I already had the same students all year, right? So, I still have all the same students all year. But I guess because we have 8 day B-Day, can take more classes? I don't know. Um, they have seven periods. And at my old school, we only had five. Um, there was no homeroom. Like, your first period class was your your class, you know? And so having me in English in the beginning of the day, I'm sure people don't love that. But would you rather have math at the beginning of the day, foreign language at the beginning of the day? Got to wake up talking about some fucking... T- t- Como tele vu? Like, 
I think not. So here I am just, if I'm being honest, just trying to be existing. Um, and I'm going to continue to do that. Like, I think I have a good formula that starts with building relationships with the students. Because there's some students I don't build relationships with. They don't want to build a relationship with their teacher. And I get that. I'm fine with that. I don't really like teachers' pets. There's definitely a student I have that's, like, a little bit too under me. Like, it's just, look, I don't need you to try to do my attendance. I don't need you to hold my door open. I don't need you to volunteer to put stuff up on my door and shit. Like, I appreciate it when it's needed, but, like, overall, it's more of a nuisance because then I got to worry about what you're doing and, Motherfuckers want to be by my desk. Like, I mean, I don't get no space. It's like being a, a dad at shit at home. Like, when I'm at home, my kids up my butt, which is fine. I love them. They're my kids. But, like, get to school. Can kids go back to the, like, you a teacher, you okay? Like, at my old school, there was certain students that was up my butt, but not, not everyone. I feel like I have 120 students. And of those 120 students, I probably have, like, maybe 30 that will, like, not fuck with me at all. Like, they'll probably say something to me if I, like, push up on them and say something. They won't really say anything in class. Like, some of them are smart, some of them are not. But, like, overall, they just, like, don't talk to me. And then, as, like I said, the rest of them, 90, are just, like, 90, 80, or just, like, yeah, Mr. Flowers is the shit. You got the best class. Like, this, that, and the third. And I'm, like, why is it always the kids that's failing that think your class is the shit? Like, you know what I'm saying? Have you ever noticed that, like, the kids that's not doing well in school, or and well in the class at least, are always the ones that's like, yeah, you know, this flowers class is good. Like, it, it ain't that hard. Like, it ain't that hard. Just do your work and you'll be fine. And it's like, they don't do their work, so they're not fine. But, like, I still talk to them, like, and you know what? I said this before and I'll say it again. Teenagers do like to be, like, shit-talked and, like, roasted and shit, because, like, I roast all my students, or at least most of them. Some of them, you know, deserve it, because, like, they wouldn't be into that. But the ones that's into it, they think they tough shit, or, like, they think they hot shit. I get to roasting them, and they like, oh, yeah, bet, oh, he, you know, uh, you know, they, they like that shit. <clears throat> um, so, I do believe, like, that's my formula, is to get under them, like, mentally, so that they, like, fucks with me. And then, like, all right, now you got to do work. And they might be like, oh, I can't do this work. Or, oh, I don't want to do this work. But, like, there is something there where they're like, I'll give it a fucking shot because you said so, Mr. Flowers. And a lot of times, that's all you need them to do is just give it a shot. And then maybe you can open a door for some more shit. Like, I do hate it because there are some students like, I know, I'll just take a seat. And I'm like, why not go for the A? Especially when it's right there. I am a very performance-based grader. Like, I grade almost each individual on their performance on a task based on, like, have they improved or not. Um, That doesn't seem completely fair, but it is because if you think about it, most of the stuff, like, I mean, obviously you should have a rubric for, like, your writing stuff, but, like, really it's just me looking at it and saying, like, did you hit key points as far as the question was or the prompt was concerned? Because a lot of that shit is just, you know, give me details about stuff. So no different than real life. Like if I ask you a question and you give me some vague ass answer, um, you didn't answer my question, right? Um, one student was like, you know, wasn't in my class, but let's talk about plagiarized, and I was like, 
I, I had a student try to answer one question on the test with the word subterfuge. And I know the girl don't know the word means because I used it on her and she was flabbergasted, dumbfounded, whatever you want to say, speechless, straight up. Like, she had no clue the fuck I was talking about. And I like, didn't say anything. I was like, you need to redo this shit. And you know why. And, you know, people was looking for the uh, thing and I don't have it. I don't have the uh, the answers. I don't have the um, rule book. And I know a lot of people wouldn't like my teaching style, but like, really? I like to get my hands on people. Like, not always like to hurt them. But like, even mentally, like get my hands on you, mold you a little bit, and then chip you on your little merry little way. Hopefully I leave an impact that's more than just I like you as a teacher. You're cool. It's also like, hey, look, there is something to this whole, like, just do your work and get the fuck out. Because, like, let me tell you something. As an adult working in corporate, working in an office building, because people love to be like, oh, I work in an office building. Like, that's the high shit. Um, working in an office building, and you do your fucking work, and you get the hell out of Dodge. Like, you fucking go high. Like, you get the fuck out of there. That's what you do in a corporate job. So, um, kids need to learn that. The ability to do that, even if you don't like it. How about that? Because the big thing is, I mean, I don't even have real fucking data, but, like, I'm feeling like, you know, at least, let's just say at least 50% of people don't love their job, even if they like it. You know, it's like, all right, well, it's better than, you know, shoveling shit, which is, (laughs) I mean, it's about as low as I could go, but. I wanted to give it a, a fucking idea that would, like, ring true. Like, so when it comes to, like, shoveling shit, not a lot of people's like, hey, I'll raise my hand to do that job. But somebody got to do it. So even the motherfucker that's shoveling shit will be like, you know what? This is better than being fucking dead and homeless on the street. Like, everybody's going to have their better than. And I fucks with that. Um, so with that being said, you know, that's like that's 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 where I am so far currently. Um, I love the school. I get involved. I went to a football game. The football team was getting smashed all year. But kudos to them for keep trying. Um, what else? I, uh, I'm going to a basketball game tomorrow. One of my teacher friends coaches women's basketball. And I think the women's sports don't get enough support, if I'm being honest. Like, it's just what it is. Like, men's sports can be garbage, and people will still show up. Like, who the fuck is going to Jets games? People still going to Jets games. They paying money to go see the Jets play. Like, that is weird. Like, who would do that shit? Like, but, you know, I'm not even going to sweat it. Just forget it. Uh, Moving on. But, you know, I... I like where I'm at so far. Hopefully, I can have some better stories. I'll give you a couple stories, and then I head out. Because as much as things change, they stay the same. So, uh, you know, being at this school, you know, more white kids and all that. You know, I thought I was like, you know, I'm not going to have kids trying to test my gangster and want to fight me and wrestle me and all this shit. Well, boys will be boys. It is what it is. Because these motherfuckers are doing the exact same thing. So, two stories. One story, it was this kid. Who, like, wants to arm wrestle me so bad, right? All the time. He arm wrestles me. He beats me. Nigga, I don't... I don't got that type of muscle. Like, I don't have the, like, from the elbow to the shoulder twisted down muscle. I don't know what that is. I don't have it. Is it form? I don't know what it is. I don't got it, right? 
So he beats me a couple times, and like I think he like boosted his adrenaline because he like was like, oh, I beat Mr. Flowers in an arm wrestling match. I probably could maybe even whip his ass, and like not in a serious way because like all kids, hopefully kids know that they shouldn't be trying to fight no adults. Um, can some kids whoop adults' ass? Yeah, I mean without question, but like there's just a certain strength that an older man has that can't be quantified visually. You know what I'm saying? Like, I knew some old dudes that was like 55, 60 years old. They looked old as shit. They could lift, they could squeeze, they could punch, like, they could do it all. So, like, don't judge a book by its cover. Don't judge a book by its oldness. Those are two things that I would say to live by. But anywho, um, that's what it was. The motherfuckers was think motherfucker thought he could like do me up. So, you know, we go into this like kind of like shoot wrestling thing. Like, you know, I did a little wrestling back in the day. I wasn't no fucking good, but I've done it. Um, so he's trying to shoot my legs or something. And he said he had me in a headlock, but <sighs> I'm sure somebody got it on tape because motherfuckers started taping it was weird. And also that's what's wrong with the society. Motherfuckers can't just watch the shit. They got to tape it. So that's why this situation came up again, I guess. But another situation I'm going to talk about next. That's why it definitely came up again. Um, but, yeah, so uh, to keep things simple and not keep fucking going around the mulberry bush and saying thing over and over again, I fucking choke the shit out of the kid. Like, I choke him out, and then, like, I pin him, and, like, I make it so he can't get up, right? And, you know, I look up at some kids are, like, recording, like, ah, shit, so I got to stop. I lift him up, you know, I dap him up, you know, because I don't want him to think that I was trying to hurt him or nothing. And the uh, kid's pretty strong. He's a 10th grader. He's probably about my height. You know, he definitely weighs, like, 70 pounds less than me. He can't weigh more than 150 pounds, maybe 160 max. But I'm up at 210, you know, so he's not really fucking with my energy as far as height, weight, shit. So, whatever. That was that one. You know, I definitely pinned Cuz down. I know he wasn't prepared for that, but that's what happened. And then, second time, I think it definitely happened before this, but it might have happened after this. I don't know. Uh, There was one kid who... Um, so it was like Halloween and, you know, I'm wearing a costume. I'm a shark. I bring a little toy shark with me because I'm daddy shark and the little toy I bring with me is baby shark. So I'm daddy shark. This thing is baby shark. I'm chilling minding my own business. There's one kid who's kind of a unfortunate looking fellow. And, you know, I don't think he really found his place yet in high school. He's a ninth grader. I don't think he found his place yet because he like, you know, hates every fucking thing. He hates sports. Other team sports. So this motherfucker is on the esports team. This motherfucker is on the wrestling team. He just hates everybody else having fun. He's just a hater. So this kid's a hater, whatever, whatever. Doesn't bother me any. I think his life is a little rough. He is kind of unfortunate looking. Um, but he's not a bad character 100%. I'll say that. Anywho, um... He and his friend decide they're going to try to steal my little small shark, right? Which, I mean, ha, ha, ha. Once you didn't get it, let me go. These motherfuckers try to, like, fake me out. Jump me, per se. I don't want to say jump because jump is, like, a very strong term. But they definitely did something where it was like, all right, let's get him at the same time. You know, that's basically jumping me. So the one dude gets my shark. and I'm like, all right, whatever. But the other kid, and this kid, side note, poor thing, he be, like, asking me for my energy drinks. 
like leftover shit that I've already eaten. Um, so I don't know if he don't eat at home or whatever. He never really mentioned that, but I did give him a, some food once. Motherfucker told me he threw it away because he don't like it. I was like, uh, you could have just said no. So I don't think he's starving. I don't give him shit anymore. Um, even though I'm a really nice guy and give people shit like almost all the time. Anywho, this kid goes to my laptop bag and he takes my laptop bag. I guess he just thinks it's a bag and not knowing my laptop's actually in it. And I'm like, well, I can't have that, right? Because he got my laptop, like, whether it's the end of the day or not. I think it was seventh period. But whether it was the end of the day or not, I didn't really give a shit. That's my shit. Don't touch it. Like, you tripping, you wilding. So, I mean, I think I really one hand tossed the young into the ground and just put my hand in his chest. I think he tried to get up and I put my hand in his chest again. So I was like, oh, he's beating the shit out of him on the ground. I wasn't. Some dude recorded it. It's so weird. Um. But I was like, you know, I'm not trying to make kids know, but like, why would you do that? Like, I was in high school before, and I never fucking touched my teachers. Like, maybe in middle school, we tried to fuck with this one teacher, the gym teacher, because he was strong as shit, so he was like trying to jump on his arms and all this shit, so I, re- I recognize that, but like, we weren't doing anything other than that. These motherfuckers is out here doing all kinds of shit, so whatever, whatever, um. I guess I'll give you a bonus story because those two stories were, if those weren't enough, I'll give you one more. And it's funny because, like, as I'm trying to think about the story that I was going to tell next, I'm forgetting it. Um, but I will say this kid apparently told people that he don't feel pain, right? Kid that I threw down. He told me he don't feel pain. These niggas recorded me throwing him down, hitting him in his chest, quote, unquote. He don't feel pain. But, however, that day I saw him again later. It's the same day I gave him food. That's why I, like, kind of felt bad. He's talking about he bleeding a little bit. Do you think I do I think he should go to the nurse? Uh fuck, I guess, nigga. What you trying to say? Like you gonna tell him that I threw you down? I don't give a fuck. Like, really, I don't. Like these kids are not getting it. Like, I do love my job. Like, I am not making the most money I can possibly make in a career at my current state at that job. So, like, fuck them kids, fuck that job if I need to. However, right now I'm gonna focus on uh doing that job and teaching those kids uh, but hashtag uh, don't judge me podcast for that shit um what else uh so yeah he's taking my he don't feel pain but he was bleeding whatever i got one other student and i'm gonna end it with this guy one other student said i'm way past my markers one other student who like out of all my students the only student i like despise like even a troll student shuts it down at some point he don't be just doing it all day so there's one student I have just I despise. I met his mom multiple times. Kid always has an excuse for why shit isn't done or something. And not only does he always have an excuse, he blames other people for shit. That's his fault. And he like was really like real disrespectful in front of his mom. The first time I was telling his mom about stuff, he was like, oof, 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 in front of her. And she was like, you know, talking. And this kid's half Dominican, half black. So he's really confused if I'm being honest. I know this for a fact. Um he was not being he wasn't taking ownership for anything. Worse than all that, motherfucker's never done any work in class. He had the nerve to message me. He was like, I ain't need to do all that. My mom took my Xbox and all this shit. Like, that wasn't necessary. I thought we had a deal. And whole time, nigga done broke the deal multiple times. Like I, It was like two weekends in a row that I was like, oh, go ahead and make sure you do this work. He's like, all right, I will. Just don't tell my mom because I was going to tell his mom. I see him getting picked up all the time. And then he's like, don't tell my mom. So another weekend passes, don't tell my mom. I was like, nah, fuck that. You got your two weekends. This shit's over. He used to try to meet his mom way out in front of the school, like outside the exit, so I wouldn't walk down there and see her. Now she started coming in a circle. His lazy ass 
could have walked on something and met her out there. He didn't, so now I'm on your ass. I mean, he had a nerve to type me some shit talking about something. I ain't need to do all that. That was too much. Why I do all that? Nigga, boy, you're done, okay? You're done. Um, immediately, no. Immediately, no. Um, but I'm having a good time, so I'm not complaining 100%. But that kid's like one of the kids I want to slap. I, I done hoop with the kids a little bit. Not all of them. There's a couple kids I hoop with. And not only did I hoop with the kids, I hoop with a kid that was, like, seen as, like, a really good player, I guess. Um, oh, shit, nigga with a crown Vic getting pulled over, so you know what's up. Um, you know, and they was like, oh, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, yo, I'm, like, 35. Like, first of all, I ain't that good. But imagine 35-year-old me busting your 15-year-old ass. So let's just look at it twofold. It's a lose-lose situation for me. So I bust their ass or don't. And I'ma still like be, oh, you didn't bust the ass, you got your ass bust, right? Okay. Or I bust the ass like, oh, you're a thirty-five year old dude beating up on young kids, right? So I hooped up there like they told me where to go. It cost three dollars to get in. It was a really nice spot. I should get a membership there because I know they were doing like cheaper memberships because they're like, no, they don't always be open. But it was open enough for me. I only need to go like one day a week, and it's a good place to hoop. Anyway, I mean, I haven't bought a basketball for this shit. I'm going over my time limit. Anyway, last story. So, I, you know, I went up there to hoop with him. Hoop with a couple students, some students that I teach and some students I don't. Um, but then I went to play with the big boys because, like, why must he keep playing with these youngins? We was playing four-court games. It was fun to get back out there. Like, you know, I need to do that more often. I'm just trying to ready myself for February because I know it's going to be like a coaches versus uh, – not coaches, but like teachers versus players game. And I'm trying to wreck. You know, I'm trying to drop some threes, like – I'm trying to be out there looking like a Carmelo or something, you know what I'm saying? So, anywho, that's me for now. Hope y'all enjoyed this shit. Uh, I'm going to keep them churning out. I turned out like four today because they were all just like stuck in drafts. Like I recorded all these Jones and didn't publish any of them. So, this is going to be like, I guess, like the fifth one. Hope y'all enjoy them all. You can listen to them back to back or not. Shit, I'm going to listen to some of the old Jones. I don't remember what the fuck I said. Uh, But, yeah, that's it. So, uh, you might be new to the podcast. I'm thinking about like releasing this to some new motherfuckers, but I'm not quite sure yet. But we'll see, you know, if the time is right, the needle fits. You know, I can't get this out to everybody, but some people like might really appreciate it or enjoy it. And that's all I'm trying to hear. All right, y'all. Y'all take care, man. You know, still living in a pandemic, apparently. Uh, and I'm not saying that as in like I don't believe it. I'm saying it because like it's unbelievable that we still living in a pandemic. But. Whatever, I'm hungry as shit. I'm gonna probably try to get something to eat. It's not gonna be all that. Oh, another sheriff is coming up on dude who got pulled over, so hopefully he didn't beat his girl. Hopefully his license and registration, all that shit's legit, because if it's not, he gonna be fucked. Alright, y'all. Take care of yourselves. Uh bye.